Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBroodSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Been a lot of criticism of the Arizona Cardinals hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their new coach. Even my guys Mike and Jonah have been questioning that hire. But Kingsbury fits all the criteria to be a head coach in the NFL. He's an offensive genius, he's young, and he's white. And not necessarily in that order. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I'm Mike, the man across from me with the awkward dances. Scott. Awkward? Bro. Super awkward, man. I'm not talking about the Carlton dance you just did. I'm talking about the weird 
half worm in your seat dance you just did. Oh. That was super weird. Uh, really mm. made me feel uncomfortable. The guy behind the computers cool. is cool. Joe. I feel I feel less comfortable now than I did when we were wearing bras for the show. Hmm. Okay, cool. Hook <laughs> <laughs> That's odd. I uh, do behind the uh, computers is our boy Joe. Uh, Joe, how you doing tonight, man? Lovely as ever. Awesome. Good deal. <laughs> as ever. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, so terrible. I did that on purpose, I man. Know Come you on. Did. Embrace the silence. Embrace yeah, right, the right. Silence. That's what you're giving me crap for. Right, last week. right, right. right. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to share the show. Let everybody know uh, that we are live uh, here on Facebook Live and 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Shout out 12 Ounce. We got an awesome show for you guys coming up tonight. We are going to talk some NFL playoffs. What? We're going to talk about Bama getting destroyed. What? And then, of course, amazing stories, as always, in Upper Deck. No, this best. was a good week for Upper Deck stories. Uh, real good week for Upper Deck stories. We're going to get into those. Before we do any of that... Tyson, I don't need nothing. I do what I want. <laughs> okay. That was weird with no context. Uh, he said I need a haircut. Oh, you are getting a little shaggy, man. No shave January? <laughs> <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah, I, I can't find a razor. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I got it. Um, all right, let's talk uh, Would You Rather this week. This week we were in Kill Tyson or Kill Robert? Yep, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Robert followed that up with a balding comment, so, you know. <laughs> cool story, bro. I love that you just get all the crap from the I know. Like About my hair. Everybody just, <laughs> you, they, you, what, you dance like, oh, that's Scott's white side. And then, oh, he's bald. Uh, but, guys, sir. But he looks shaggy. Harassed. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This week's Would You Rather. Joe came up with this one inspired by some brutal losses this week. Your first option. Would you rather, if your team is going to lose in a championship or playoff scenario, would you rather your team get completely blown out or go, go ahead? Go, I was, you were waiting, so I was like, do I need to jump no, in? No, no, go no, ahead, no. Go ahead. Or... Would you rather them lose in heartbreaking fashion, you know, maybe going doink off a field goal post? Double doink. Not handing it to Frank Gore in the red zone and from the five-yard line in the Super Bowl. <laughs> or, or watching your team uh, give up 30 yards in penalties uh, to allow the Steelers to kick a game-winning field goal. Like yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. something along those lines. We haven't experienced either. <laughs> We don't know either of them. I have felt the sting of both of these. The the blowout very recently. I felt the sting recently. of both of them in the same Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the Niners went from getting blown out to having a chance and losing an heartbreaking fashion, which is which is why I have you know a, a very this 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 question shares a very special place in my heart. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That yeah. is so good. No, I was sitting there as soon as this question came up. I'm like, huh. I know both. Same game. Man, that is amazing. <laughs> nope. How drunk did you get that game? Because I feel like I would have had to be I was tore up. not drinking because I wanted to focus. It was the Super Bowl. I was not I wasn't drinking. I might you have had, to had stay like, in game shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had, to, be, I had to be game ready. Never know when I was gonna get that I call. I can't I can't be distracted. They gotta be they were gonna fly me on the jet straight down to New Orleans. I was going in. <laughs> I was ready for Harbaugh. Power outage. This is my chance. Here's the call. Here it comes. They need me now. James, Michael James just fumbled. They need another short black guy to get in there and not fumble. I'm your man. 
I was ready. Never got the call though. <laughs> Our boy, I haven't been drinking. I swear. Come on, where's <laughs> never where them digits? Yeah, phone did not blow up. Fair enough. Uh, as a Notre Dame fan, I've experienced several blowouts fairly recently in title games and playoff situations. I've also seen heartbreaking losses from the Reds and the Bengals. This is such a tough call for me because yeah, I mean it, it could go either way, and I. I I don't fault anybody for which one they choose, I guess. I think with the the heartbreaking loss, you can always hang your hat on, well, we were right there in it. We at least had a shot. When you're blown out, it's like, did we even deserve to be here? You start questioning the entire season. Right. You're like, were we even good? Like, yeah. what what happened Was here? Was that all smoke and mirrors? Did everything I see to this moment even happen? Everything that people have said about us all season was right. Oh, my God, this is awful. <laughs> all those jabronis that are like, they don't even belong there. Yes, we do. Oh, we don't. Oh, no, this is not good. But on the flip side, by like the first quarter, in that Notre Dame-Alabama national championship, at the end of the first quarter, I was like, Oh, uh, this one's done. So uh, we just but shots, shot, okay, yeah. shots. <laughs> like it was done at that point. I didn't care. I'll uh, I'll give you my thoughts you, later. You go through the all of the stages of grief before halftime. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I I really can't wait to hear how you break on this one. Cast your vote over on our Facebook page. Would you rather get blown out or take a heartbreaking loss? Uh, boy, this is gonna be a fun one. Mm. You want to talk about this beer we're drinking tonight? Whew. This is a heavy hitter. <laughs> it is a baller tonight. Heavy hitter. This one is from Old Schoolhouse Brewery in uh, Washington, Winthrop, Washington. Ooh. It's their bre- <laughs> it's their Brewers Ooh. Reserve Imperial Stout, nine point nine percent ABV. They boast some chocolate notes in this, some espresso roasts, tons of booze, and black and roasted malts. Very boozy. Uh, very boozy brew. And and it's been aging for over a year. It is over a year old. That's <laughs> over a, good a year point. in the basement. Like it has been hanging out down here. That is a good point. Um, one of these bottles had like a best after date on it, which I've never seen on a beer oh, before. It might I've have been yours. That. Uh, it said like best after, but I couldn't find which date I they were talking 9. about. 9.9. Um, I don't see any best after dates. But it, this is one of those that's. Dipped in wax, it's the Maker's Mark type beer bottles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you need like a knife and a scalpel and the will to survive to get your beer open. <laughs> also need to watch your fingers. <laughs> it's so frustrating to get into yeah. these beers. I hate wax dipped bottles, but they're meant to be cellared, and that's what we did with this one. Is stored this one for over a year. It <laughs> <laughs> got aged. Initial taste, though. I, I mean, that first sip is a, a little bit rough. It is. It's pretty boozy. It's definitely chocolatey, mm-hmm. but but I think there's more coffee flavor than anything in this one. Um, this tastes like a, a straight black coffee. <laughs> I mean, you, you can taste the chocolate in it, but I, I mean, that, besides the booze, that's why I said wow because it. I mean, it's, it's like having the uh, the chocolate covered espresso beans. If you've yes, ever had those, yes, that's what it that's is. Where it's, a- it's, you toss one in, and you're just like kapow. Perfect description. <laughs> yeah, of this one. Um, not as chocolate as as those are, but that that very powerful coffee yeah. flavor behind it. So yeah, that's. Whew. Well, this one does have good ratings. Uh, that's does the other it? thing about that's this good. one. I'll the, take that. A little low on on Untapped, three point nine three mm. caps on Untapped, but a ninety eight at Ooh. rate beer. I think among the styles, it was like eighty nine. So compared to other stouts, stout drinkers kind of rated a little bit lower. But that's pretty impressive that non stout fans are going to put this up there. Uh, Joe, you want a little swig of this one, man? Nope, you're just going to pass. Okay, fair enough. That's. Good. <laughs> 
Joe. All right, and that's a can from Joe just from us <laughs> talking about it. He's not even gonna try. He's just like Joe knew it was a can when he told yeah, we, we told can. him we were doing a stout. He's like, yeah, we can. Which what beer are we doing? Uh, Imperial Stout. Okay, well I'm not gonna drink that. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I am interested to see as this one warms up because stouts, as they get closer to room temperature, do Tastes tend better. to be a lot. Flavors better. come. Come yeah. out more. Sorry to really Keeping uh, me up, bore bro. you. Good uh, lord, man. Uh, Yawning mid uh, This one will be interesting to see how it holds up just because of that temperature difference. So I'm excited for this one. We will see how it holds up. You want to talk some upper deck? Yes, I do. I can't wait for this upper deck. Uh, this is going to be a very fun upper deck. But before we get to that, we need to remind you that Craft Brood Sports and Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. And they're owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes or sports fans just like all of us. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time. Every time, if someone's got a better price, they're going to tell you straight up. But it's not just sports or concerts. They'll help you out with tickets to any event that you want. They'll even sell tickets for you. And college basketball is here. Be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your Xavier or Ohio State basketball ticketing needs. You like and, that one? Yes, yeah, smooth. Ad lips. Smooth. <laughs> and hey, you're already on Facebook. Go over and like them. They do weekly giveaways, merchandise, sports, and concert apparel, and obviously tons of tickets. Check them out, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call, 614-943-3000, and avoid all the fees at 614-943-3000. Call them, ask for Grant. Tell them you heard them on Craft Root Sports. He'll, He'll hook you up. up. Boom. Wow. Didn't that even was, practice that. That was amazing. Didn't even practice I hope that. I'm glad we're recording this because we're just going to play that next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have never done the ad read that smoothly. <laughs> All right, guys. So getting things started here with a, a, a story about a player not traveling with the team. And usually when you hear a story that you immediately assume, oh, there must be some type of injury or there's a personal matter that he's you know just not going to make. This is... A unique one. So Enos Kander of the uh, New York Knicks. Uh, Knicks are headed to London, but Enos Kander's not going with them. And the reason is because there's, quote, a chance that I can get killed there. That's a pretty good reason to not travel with the team. I would say that's like uh, that's better than a note from a doctor. That's a top <laughs> one reason to not travel with your team. <laughs> Playing family food. Show me I might get killed. <laughs> Number one answer. <laughs> Number one answer. Steve Harvey's not even making fun of you yeah. for that answer. He's like, I know, bro. I know. Uh, I know. 100% of the, 100% of the voters <laughs> not getting killed. Uh, yeah, so uh, Cantor, if you're not aware, has been very outspoken um, uh, about the Turkish president. Uh, and the, the government there in Turkey is not taken kindly. They don't take kindly when you talk ish about the uh, government. I'm shocked by that. They seem like a very open minded group of <laughs> regime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just very accepting of yeah. a lot of criticism. Yep. And-, and so over the years, Cantor has made multiple comments just ishing all over the, the leadership there in Turkey. And so basically if him going overseas, he's like, it's not safe even to London where there are Turkish spies that mm. are, would gladly do the deal. Um, so yeah, just going to set this one out. He said he's going to work on his game, do a little light workouts, you know, live. I'll watch him on TV and not die. That's yeah. my game plan for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just going to catch up on some 2k. <laughs> I'm going to play as the Knicks. We're going to get this dub. In I'm the just going to sit world. here and tweet about the Turkish government from the safety of my home in New York. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, 
not dying. That's why Anis Cantor will not be traveling with the Knicks All right. to London. Uh, yeah, good for you, Cantor. That's a good reason. That's a very solid reason. Um, uh, this story, the, the headline sold this one for me, and the details just got crazy. I'm just going to read the headline as I saw it. <laughs> it's a solid headline. And then that was when I was just like, do I even need to say anything else after this one? You don't really need to tell the rest of the story. Former LSU offensive lineman Matt Branch loses leg after being shot by a dog. <laughs> I, that, that, I, was, I don't want to laugh and make light no, of a man I losing know, his leg. It's, it's, the, it's obviously the shot by a dog part because you're wondering how in the world are you shot by a Whoever dog? Whoever wrote the headline is a genius because they weren't even trying to make it clickbait. And That's literally totally. just the story. And I was like, yes, tell me more. What happened here? Absolutely. And you have to click on it because you're wondering yeah. how in the world does a dog shoot somebody? Was like, it a, Obviously, the dog didn't pick up the gun. But was it a good dog with a gun? Was it a bad dog with a gun? And we were missing a good dog with a gun that could have stopped a bad dog with a gun? I don't know. I need to read the story. Was a Snoop out. Dog with a gun? <laughs> I mean, did they just shorten it? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Thank you. You never know. You have no idea what what type of dog was this. Like, I mean, if it's an actual, if it's not Snoop Dogg, what breed of dog are we talking about? Is it purebred? Was it Ugga? Mm. Was Ugga mad after getting oh, you know chased yeah, by Bevo? Bevo came and like, Ugga was like, hey, "I'm capping some fools. You just wait. I'm coming back." <laughs> the next SEC fan I see is getting shot in the leg. You right there. Ow. Oh, I used to play. So it. It is a very sad story. I know we're laughing, but it is a horrible story. He lost his leg, but apparently what had happened was he was going hunting with his friends. He set his shotgun in the the bed of like a Jeep. It wasn't a truck. It was just like one of those ATV type things. He goes off to the side of the truck. The dog climbs up into the bed of the truck and just starts walking around and trying to find a place to sit like dogs are wont to do. (laughs) And apparently the dog stepped on the gun, which undid the safety. And then when the dog sat down, the gun went off. Everybody froze. The the shot didn't even hit him directly. It went through the vehicle. That's what I hit thinking. his if leg. It's in the bed. It's got to be yeah. Because like, when I when I first something. read it, I was like, okay, so the tailgate's down and it's pointed. Why would you point the gun mm. out towards the open right. tailgate? That's stupid. Point. But it then through. again, though, you're not really thinking. Hey, the dog's going to turn off the safety <laughs> and, and like, right. Even if the bed truck or the bed of the vehicle was down, right? That took a you're, lot of yeah, things a, to happen. A, the universe was just like. Dude, you just got to get shot. Like yeah. we're gonna have to make this. Hey, happen. that leg—it's no longer yours. And that's the—that's the sad part of the story. Is his friends ran over, realized what had happened. They tried to apply pressure. They immediately threw him in the bed of the truck. Where got the leg out did to, he get shot? Does I, that... I think it was the thigh. I think okay, it was yeah, I was gonna thigh. say it probably would have to be in the the yeah. media's part to be amputated. Right. So they called. Uh, they called for help. Got him to a road because they're out in the middle of the woods. They're getting ready to go hunting. Like they had to get to the road. They get there, uh, and that's when they realized how bad it really was. They took off the, oh. the uh, whatever tourniquet they used. They saw how much blood was there, and he ended up losing his leg. Unreal. I, I mean... The good news is you gotta you gotta punch that dog in the face, right? Like no, that's no the doubt. next step. You that dog needs punched. I'm not going to say it, but but I'm gonna say it. No, I'm not because it's not it's not appropriate. No, so should should have, okay, he should have unloaded the gun before putting it in the truck. That's probably a, a good move. 
to. I mean, you know, it's a it's a nah, shotgun. I mean, right? that's a solid. It's rule. a shotgun. If you're, so done, you just, if you're done shooting for the day, you're done hunting for the day. They were starting. They were getting oh, ready they were just to go starting? out. Yeah, it was like nine forty oh. in the morning. Yeah, they were loading up to leave, and this damn dog went ahead and just blew his leg off. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Too soon? Huh? Can I do it? Can I do it? Move on. <laughs> Right, I'm uh, Chicago base and one, once upon a time, uh, independent brewery, uh, Goose Island, one of my favorites. Uh, they've decided that they were tired of everybody on Twitter. What? Not timely? Sorry. Uh, uh, they're tired That's of every- a Robert Taylor joke if I ever heard one right there. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were tired of all the Twitter heroes and uh, armchair kickers, if you will, um, who they were saying that, you know, after. Uh, I, can, I keep pronouncing his name wrong. The, the, the kicker, Parky, name. Parky. Yeah, yeah, I always just want to say Parquet. I, I don't know why. Parquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Now that's all I want to say. Yeah. Every time I, I always say it wrong. But anyway, Parky. After he had missed the field goal, um, they they decided they're going to put the challenge out there. And this weekend, if you think you're man enough and you can hit a 43 yard field goal, there's going to be a goal post set up outside the brewery. Go on down, kick yourself a field goal. And you get free beer for a year. I, super smart on their part because Absolutely. there are going to be so many people that you show know what up to this is this. a thousand times better than. What's that? Hey, if you throw fifty touchdown passes, <laughs> we'll give you ketchup <laughs> to the quarterback. <laughs> this is what a promotional. Yeah, this is good marketing. Yeah, th- yeah this is good marketing because this this place is going to be packed. Absolutely. This whole yeah, no, so people many people out. are going to go. And I mean, you know, th- there's obviously not going to be a-, a ton of people because 43 yards. I mean, that's that's no joke. On, on that's a field a, goal. Yeah, that's a, that's a man's, real field goal. Yeah, that's a man's field goal. That ain't no extra point. Right. There's a lot of professional kickers that Although, are missing field aren't goals. Aren't extra points like 40 yards now or 30 some yards now? No, I think they're just 30, uh, 30 aren't they? Like, because they, they used to be like right there within like 10, but I think now it's about 30 yards. Oh, I thought it was farther than that. No. I thought it was closer to a 40 yard. Mm-mm. Okay. Don't think all so. right. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, uh, not a lot of people are going to end up doing this, but think about all the people that are just going to be. They're all going to be there to try, and they're going to buy beer. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this it's is totally great. Such it, a I mean, even brilliant if, idea. Even if there's five people that end up doing this, which is probably on the high end of people that will nail this, all right, you know, totally worth it for Goose Island. Adam Maloney, mm. good friend of the show, had said this week that he hit. I think he said he hit four out of five from forty plus really? last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think yeah. about think about all the college soccer players that are going to be showing up here. No doubt, like there's there will, people there that will, will be, be people that hit this. Yes, for sure, if they have time, because there, it's going to be so crowded. Like, how you're, you're not even guaranteed a spot, right? You might you might be able to hit every time from 43 yards, and you don't even get a shot to try. Yeah, because it's so crowded. But man, does that say fun. the only problem I have with this? And when you know we say formally independent, they're not in bed, are Yes, sir. Yes, Goose Island is is an InBev. I couldn't remember if it was InBev that bought them or not. Yeah, because I remember being very disappointed because three one two, one of my go tos. I love me some three one two. I I'm conflicted. It's really the only Goose Island that I'm a fan of, though. Like the rest of them are just kind of eh. Yeah, three one two has always been one of my favorites. I'm conflicted because as long as the beer stays the same and there's no drop off right, in quality, right? Yes, it sucks that. InBev is now getting the money for it. But at the same time, those dudes made it. Like, if we became a huge radio show... <clears throat> when? It, it, when we become a huge radio show and people are like, man, they should have just stayed in the basement. I remember basement. when they were in the basement. Why didn't they, why'd they leave the basement? <laughs> 
True that. True that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm I'm happy for the people that were able to make the sale and you get successful enough that somebody yeah. comes and knocks on your door and opens up a briefcase full of cash. No problem with that. It's just right. the idea of this giant thing just swallowing up all this stuff and well, then just the making it and it's all just coming off the assembly yeah, line. It's basically Walmart is just yeah. taking over. And it just yeah. it, it just stinks. But Plus, again, as long as the quality of the beer stays the same, and then that's, it's okay. That, that is the most important thing. So I do, in that case, I am like, okay, as long as NBEV never changes anything, then it's okay. Right. But it's also something that we talked about way back when with the whole they hide the fact that they own it and still yeah, make it like look like yeah. like that I don't like right. if you're going to purchase it then you need to right. make sure that people know that what they're buying is no longer Bam. just AB InBev stamp right there right yeah, yeah there needs to yeah. be some type of, and not just a covert thing or right. like, no, 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 this is crab beer crab beer you want some crab beer right next to all this glorious Budweiser craft beer no you let us know that you know you have paid a lot of money to own that brand <laughs> Don't be sneaky about it. <laughs> All right, this next story. This one might be my favorite one of the week. I don't know why I sandwiched it in the middle, but it's <laughs> a good one. So the College Football Hall of Fame class for this year was announced this week, which I don't ever remember them doing it like in January to build up all this hype for okay, December. Cool. I'm not crazy. Yeah. When I saw that there was an announcement, I thought, I don't ever in my life remember seeing the announcement happen this time of year. And maybe it just has flown under the radar because we haven't had a class, a class this name with, with this many names, with this many names, and with this in uh, this name in particular. Uh, but basically, some of the people that have made it, you've got Notre Dame's very own Rocket Ishmael, uh, one Who? of my favorite players growing up, Who? Rahib Who? Ishmael, Rocket the Who? Rocket. Oh, I huh? will fight you! <laughs> I will fight you, Notre Dame legend, Canadian Football League legend. And he played for the Cowboys. And then he played for the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why I said it. Vince Young, Rose Rose Bowl hero, one of the most iconic moments in college football history. The best college football game ever played. One of the best college football games ever played. played. One of the best (laughs) college football championships I've ever seen in my life. Probably top two. Not if you Uh, ask USC fans in the poll. (laughs) USC fans, go vote on that poll. (laughs) Talk about heartbreaking fashion. Darren McFadden is in this class. Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas of uh, Cleveland Brown fame. That dude, he's in this class. You mean King Joe Thomas. (laughs) The almighty and powerful Joe Thomas. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So just a a, a really stacked class this year. And one name in particular stands above all others. Way above all others. Uh The the biggest induction into the College Football Uh Hall of Fame we've ever seen. The first ever non-player and non-coach to make it into the College Football Hall of Fame. Which is what makes this extra ridiculous. The Goodyear blimp. (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) It's already like... I don't understand the need for this. People are already like, oh, College Football Hall of Fame? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. People already kind of dismiss it. Yeah, like when you get a class like this, it's like, oh, those are real people. Those are respectable names. I'm cool with this. And then you go and ruin it by throwing the Goodyear blimp. If you're one of those players, how pissed are you? You're, if you're Vince Young, it's like, dude, I made college football cool. Like, people loved this game. And they're like, yeah, but who was looking, who was filming those aerial shots, huh? Huh, Vince? Who had, who had, who had that aerial? <laughs> 
who's got that cool view from up top of the fireworks going off after that touchdown? Oh Good year, baby. God. Put him in. So we have so many questions so about this. Silly. Is he going to have a bust? Is there going to be a Goodyear blimp bust? And it in has the to be life size if it is. I need I need there to be a bust and I need it to be life size. You know what will be life size, but what they're gonna do is they're gonna get one of those Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award <laughs> statues and just dip it in bronze and be like, yeah, whatever. Here you go. We didn't feel like doing anything. With Who this. accepts it on behalf of the blimp? Uh, the pilot, maybe, maybe the the pilot. Which one? Mm, that's a good point. Mm, mm, that's a very good. It's point. gonna be like it's probably gonna be what the CEO of yeah, Goodyear. Oh yeah, right. no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then right after they're gonna announce a new partnership between the NCAA and Goodyear for the next for the years. Ah. Say, for the, years. <laughs> the Goodyear blimp is just gonna be hovering over the induction ceremony, <laughs> and then they're just gonna pan up to it for its like acceptance speech, and the scrolling text is just gonna go, "Thank you, yeah. from Goodyear." God, you're right. It's gonna be so. Cheesy. It's gonna be the cheesiest. <laughs> it's so stupid. So who? What ridiculous thing can be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame next? After this, anything goes, right? I want to see like a goalpost get inducted. The pylon. <laughs> the pylon. The pylon has seen such advancements. We've gone from just a, a styrofoam thing to now there's cameras in it. This this has changed the game. Think of all the touchdown calls that would have been missed if it weren't for the pylon camp. Welcome to the College Football Hall of Fame. Pylons. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how stupid this blimp getting it is. Because it's not as if the, the Goodyear blimp is exclusive to college football either. Like, right. why? <laughs> the Dr. Pepper guy is more iconic in college football these days than the Goodyear Ladies blimp. and gentlemen, welcome to the College Football Hall of Fame. The guy from the Dr. Pepper commercials. And it's just that dude with the crappy hair and the yeah. visor like... Well, anybody in a tray? Anybody under our age? Do they know what the Goodyear blimp is? Because I mean, I, that was a bigger deal when we were a kid. I can't remember the last time it was like even. Hey, and this is an aerial shot from the Goodyear blimp, like during a broadcast. No, because, I don't remember because that. the MetLife blimp has been coming in. Like, there's there's Goodyear <laughs> blimp competition. How do we know the MetLife blimp isn't better than Goodyear just because Goodyear's been around longer? That's not fair. It's just True. it's just had longer time. MetLife, I'm team MetLife blimp. <laughs> I don't even care that Goodyear's the Northeast Ohio <laughs> company. Team MetLife Blimp. Is the MetLife Blimp even still a thing? I don't even know. I have no clue. I'm uh, not up on my blimp history. <laughs> I just know that Hindenburg was a disaster. That's, Hindenburg's not making the College Football Hall of Fame. That thing ruined it. Well, why not? <laughs> just as stupid as the Goodyear. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome goalposts to the College Football Hall of Fame. Think about every big game students trying to tear this thing down. Welcome goalposts. If anything, it's going to be the stupid hand praying where they catch all the field goals that have donated. Oh, yeah. The millions all state, of dollars. The All-State Oh, flag. the net? Yeah. The yeah, the net. The football. Football. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be the next thing. No doubt. No doubt. Saved countless faces. Once, once they hit like $18 billion or something like that. <laughs> oh, God. No net is better. <laughs> The all the all state good hands net. All right, let's let's move on. Good God. Uh, so this this is a classic story. There's so many layers to this. I love it. So there's this guy named James James Otis Turner, and he lives in the Denver area. Decided that he was going to make up a story that he plays for the Denver Broncos to pick up chicks. But he's not just going to enough. Yeah, I mean we've heard of people. Hey, ladies, that. I'm Shane Graham. Nice to meet you. Right. <laughs> but this dude took it. All the steps farther. He, he he busted out with a fake name. 
which is, is just great in the fake name world because he went with Dante Sir Foster, which <laughs> admittedly sounds like an NFL name. I mean, let's be honest. There's some really ridiculous NFL names. That sounds like one. But he went so far as to make headshots that are piss poorly shot, but he made headshots, him and Broncos jerseys. Well, that's A the- non-licensed <laughs> NFL football featured in said photos. <laughs> also hilarious. He made a fake website where it has like a, his story of his of NFL career. Getting traded. No, it was him getting traded. It was yeah, a news. That, it was right. one blog oh, post. One news article about him yeah, getting traded. One blog was it from the Vikings? Uh, I Denver? think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, to Denver. Uh, anyway, and then just the best part of the story. So he's doing all this stuff, and you're thinking, okay, he's doing this to pick up chicks, and he's got all this backup. What's the one way that he ultimately ends up getting, like, picking up the chicks? Dude sits in parking lots in a nice car, dressed real nice. Chicks go by. Hey, do you know who I am? (laughs) The old tried and true, do you know who I am? No. Well, well, let me tell you. Check out this website with one blog post about it. <laughs> right. That's who I am. Look at me. I'm wearing a Denver Broncos jersey. Don't fact check any of this. Just go with it. Well, uh, so that this is all like crazy. So he got arrested this week because, you know, can't pretend to be something you're not. But the most ridiculous part of this story is he goes through all this. He picks up these chicks and, you know, has does whatever with them. Somehow he's able to convince them to give him money on top of this. He swindled women out of over a hundred thousand dollars throughout That's this whole scam. Real. I don't know how you. I mean, I totally get how you'd be able to pick up a chick and saying, "Hey, I'm an NFL player," and they just believe it. Right. You know, banging right, out, right. banging out one night. Oh, whatever. You got yeah, you got yeah, a yeah. chick to bang you because you fooled her. Big deal. I don't understand how you convince a chick. Hey, I'm an NFL player, but I totally need you to give me money. Right. That's the craziest <laughs> like, part. Like, there's no details about how he convinced them to give them money. That's what I want to know. What stories was he telling? To it's got to come money? out once it comes into court, right? Like those, yeah, those stories have, have to, to come out. Absolutely have to. But yeah, dude was going as <laughs> Dante Sir Foster swindled, <laughs> swindling people out of name. money. And if you look at the dude, it's like, what, what position did you play out of shape guy you like guy yeah you're like a fat slot receiver i don't know what this is weird man it's such a weird story <laughs> such a weird story but yeah i women man giving them money i i don't know how that happened that's because that, that's that's, that's the that's the part i want to know all right guys well let's get into this last story this is squad goals right here everybody no doubt there is a professional Super Smash Brothers player named Mango, who (laughs) streams on Twitch and plays the game and has tons of followers. He's a professional e-gamer and apparently a really big Eagles fan. So he was streaming on Twitch during the Eagles-Bears game, and we all know how that ended with the double doink that sent the Eagles through. Nick Foles became a hero again because... Parky misses the field goal. Well, Mango apparently was drinking throughout the whole game on his stream. (laughs) And at that point in the game, when Parky missed the field goal, he got overcome by the moment, I guess you could say. He was so hammered that he then passed out live on his stream. (laughs) Just lifted a glass in the air and right down and was out 
for a good three minutes. <laughs> he was just gone from the stream. Uh, and then he came back and later posted a <laughs> screenshot where he has been banned from Twitch or his account was suspended because he's not allowed to be super drunk to the point of passing out on his live stream. And I wonder if that was a rule that Twitch had in place prior or if they decided, hey, uh, we can't have super drunk guys uh, on our streams. So, yeah, you can't. Well, so can't what exist. I want to know is, are there any penalties that come from like whoever is sponsoring him? Because all of these esports guys that are like professional gamers have companies that are sponsoring them and backing them up so i wonder if like his sponsor is like bro you can't be drunk out there i mean the, the sponsor stream. if I, uh, the company i'd be more concerned about that than than twitch almost right it's like mean. all right i'm suspended i'll be back it's cool right yeah but the sponsors they start pulling sponsors because you got hammered because parky double doing could you imagine us getting sponsorships and then just getting completely wasted during the show both of us just <laughs> that actually would make for a really good show just yeah, us yeah it's out. called when we sell out big we are <laughs> it is a blowout show <laughs> We own that first check. It's just gonna be. Hold on, uh, just to end upper deck. As I refresh Twitter, I just have to read this headline. I have no idea what the story, but Deadspin is reporting that Nicky on stole man's phone, hit him in the dick and balls at a car wash. <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Minute Man Tickets and by Squeaky Clean Upper Deck. <laughs> Dante Sir Foster. I saw that headline earlier. That's really? why. That's why before we went on air, I made the joke about Swaggy P because. Oh, I thought you were just in general making fun of him. He's just kind of a loser. In the no, NBA. I was. It's because his career is ridiculous. Because he got traded to the Nuggets, right? And then apparently let go. And now I didn't he's, know he got traded to the Nuggets. Yeah, I thought yeah, I, yeah. I knew he was only with the Warriors for last year. Then wasn't he a free agent? Uh, or was he still I don't know part where of the he Warriors? Started this year. I don't know where he started. Huh. It's Swaggy P. Who cares? But he was on the Nuggets team, and they let him go. And then he stole a dude's phone and kicked him in the crotch, Jim Trafkin style. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh goodness! <laughs> All right, let's uh, get right into our uh, clown of the week, jerk of the week, whatever the week, jerk of the week, <laughs> jerk of the week. All right, jerk of the week, jerk of this week. Um, Joe, I want to start with you. Who is your jerk of the week? I went with the Bears fans who booed Cody Parkey <laughs> as he was leaving the field. He scored more points the than the entire offense. The man had nine of the 15 <laughs> points scored in the game, and they booed him <laughs> for a tipped kick. That well, I mean, in their defense, they didn't know it was tipped be- at the time. They... They thought it was just a shank that double doinked. Plus, Parky has a history of of he hits some ball, he hits some bars. They are the jerks. Of the- <laughs> Scott, who's your jerk of the week? Cowboys fans. <laughs> no explanation. Just Cowboys fans <laughs> because they won a playoff game and they acted <clears throat> like Cowboys fans. Fair enough. I, right. I mean, my my brother was insufferable. <laughs> and made it, and then made even more suff- insufferable because was sitting there, and all Cowboys fans were hoping for the Eagles win, which you know they rarely ever do, but right. it meant that they were going to not have to go to New Orleans and get to go to L.A., which is a much easier matchup. And they got it 
And they've just been insufferable <laughs> all week, all, all game, all, all end of game that night, just insufferable. Cowboys fans, thanks for being you. <laughs> Big old bunch of jerks. I think I've got the least jerk of the week this week because I went with whoever the promoter is for the Manny Pacquiao-Adrian Broner fight. So if you guys remember, Adrian Broner was rumored to be fighting Floyd Mayweather as a precursor to Mayweather fighting Pacquiao again for some reason. Nobody even wants to see that fight again because they're both old and who really cares? Well, but Adrian Broner is also just a big giant jerk in general. Adrian Broner is, and, and I know there's people in the group who know him, he seems like the worst human being I've ever seen in my life. Pretty After, much. Not only because his uh, the the post-fight conference that he had got us killed, got our Facebook live feed killed that one time. No doubt. But the, the, the comments that he made in that when he was talking about, I, I can't wait to be back home in Cincinnati around people who are eating Skyline, not all these taco-eating MFers. It's like, <laughs> whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah. You coming in hot. You go, okay, fair enough, Adrian. But uh, he, he did not f- agree to fight Floyd. Instead, he's fighting Manny Pacquiao. And the promoters have released the pricing for that fight at seventy four ninety nine for HD. That's the first time that I would be like, maybe I'll watch this in standard def. I'm not paying seventy five dollars for this fight. That's absolutely ridiculous to see some sixty year old dude and a jerk fight for seventy five dollars. No, yeah, that's twenty five dollars less than Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, which was billed as like one of the biggest boxing matches in the last decade. I. <laughs> I, you commented on it in the, the group. That's why boxing is dying. It's on life support. <laughs> I mean, and I know I took heat for that. Frankie didn't like that comment. Frankie, But it's and true, though. It really is. The names are dwindling in boxing. And when you're – this proves to me that it's like we got to make money. So here's, a, here's Manny Pacquiao. Here's a name. Okay, cool. Yeah, who cares that he's 50? And Adrian Broner. Yeah, people know that name. And let's We're charge, still gonna charge $75, you $75 for it. Unreal. Scott makes the comment, I wouldn't pay seven forty nine for that fight. Absolutely uh, true. Yeah, that's a fight that I would definitely just watch on Periscope. Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Facebook Live that all day long because I am not paying seventy four ninety nine to watch sixty year old old Manny Pacquiao fight idiot Adrian Broner. Are you going to put those up as a poll again, Joe? I liked how you did that last week. You surprised me with that. I wasn't ready for it, so that was well done. Uh, you can vote for who you think is the biggest jerk of the week, Cowboys fans, Bears fans, or the promoters of the Pacquiao-Adrian uh, Broner fight. And Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Rally House. Next time you guys need to suit up to rep your team, be sure to go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com and click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league, plus NCAA and even local gear. Help out the station by going to 12OunceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's 12OZSportsRadio.com. All right. (laughs) I love you, Joe. So good. All right, let's talk about this NFL playoff situation and uh, where we're at. Okay. You're you're not excited about the playoffs at all? I was more excited before this weekend. Is it because of the Cowboys? Is that why you're not excited about it? It's not just because of the Cowboys. (laughs) Because I didn't pick like any of the winners, mm. and and mostly because you of the did. you went full on Mike this week. I went over four, and then if you add the national and championship game, five. you went over five. <laughs> yeah, you have. I don't know what has happened to you. I it's hit amazing. I hit all of the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make a single kick this week. There'd be a lot of people booing me because I just and, and the ones that I picked, with the exception of you know just picking against the Cowboys, I, I, I they could have been playing. Any team, I would have picked Alabama. You're picking, yeah, yeah, you're picking Bama. Bama's got this. 
no, but I mean, I really did think that Seattle was going to win that game. Uh, it, it's that I just, with the exception of Seattle, I liked all of the teams that I picked. I, I mean, I wanted I, to I was win to see very them surprised play by the Saturday games, the like, matchups. Yeah, like the the matchups that were a potential had I been correct with those were much better than the games that I think we got. I just I'm not excited to see the Patriots and the Chargers again. We've seen this play out a million times. The Chargers have never beat the Patriots. It's his I, year, just, baby. It's I, Phillip's I mean, year. I just, I, he's never beaten the Patriots. It's Phillip's year, man. So, but in I, fairness, I, mean, I don't need to watch this again. In fairness, you say that, but none of the quarterbacks in the AFC have beaten the Patriots in the playoffs. Every quarterback that's that played against uh, the Patriots has they're like O four against Tom Brady. That's fair, but so. I just it just. It just seems like we always end up seeing the Patriots and Chargers, and it just always ends the same with an Adam Vinatieri field goal. He's not even there. He hasn't even been there in the last decade, and he'll come in and kick the game-winning field goal. What the hell is happening? Why is Vinatieri suiting yeah. up on the sidelines? So you know just, that, and you know, and I don't want to see the Cowboys and Rams because I think the Cowboys are going to win that game. I just, I do. Yeah, you think so? I have a really bad feeling about that. I, I just, I don't. I could see this being the end of this this Rams season because I feel like the Rams have it, – it's been shocking well, that they've been as good as they've played. I, no, you know? I mean they started off like gangbusters and everybody had picked them because it was you know the offseason. They just right. signed everybody and all these big names and everything. And they started off and were gangbusters through the first three quarters of the season, and they fizzled out hard. Like yeah. the last few weeks, they were pretty bad. Goff fell off a cliff. And then they played the 49ers in the very last week and looked. Everybody's like, all right, we're good. We're going to the playoffs. We're good. And I'm like, you're playing the 49ers. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and it's week 17. Yeah, tune up game. You know, they got to get the. It was definitely a tune up game. <laughs> then you have a bye week. And yeah, they're definitely the team that's it. coming off the bye and just losing. So that yeah, game. Yeah, I could see that being the case. I, I mean, to me, the best game, and I don't want to see either team necessarily lose because I don't really have anything against either, is the Saints and the Eagles. I really want to see the Saints win. <clears throat> but I don't want the Eagles to necessarily get kicked out. But I also, before the show started, the, the biggest nightmare scenario to me is an NFC East right, NFC right, right. conference championship matchup. I do not want to see the Cowboys <laughs> and the Eagles. Absolutely do not want to see the Cowboys so and the Eagles. So you're basically, you have to cheer for the Saints in that game. If you think the Cowboys are going to win, sure. you have yeah, to I cheer do. for and the I, Saints. And I am, because I would much rather see them win. But, yeah, I don't want to see that. And I also – I just cannot have the Cowboys that close to the Super Bowl. I cannot be. I cannot Are be. Cowboys fans upset, though, that they're stuck with Jason Garrett now? Like, it's done. You are, you you know are pot committed to Jason Garrett. I think they were like, immediately, like, in the immediacy of making the playoffs and all that because just the, the, the structure, I think, it dawned on them. But then, again, after winning next week, total blinders on. <laughs> Haven't heard anything about them. Like, no, we're going to win the Super Bowl this year, so it don't matter. <laughs> Woo! Keep it forever. Lifetime contract. <laughs> we the boys. <laughs> Jerks of the week. Uh, Robert Taylor is saying Chiefs. Surprise, surprise, he's going with the Chiefs. The Saints, the Cowboys, and the Patriots. I also hope that the Chiefs Ooh. win, but I don't know. God, I don't know about that game. I still find the Colts very unwatchable. The Colts Even are, with Andrew Luck, they just yeah. have a bunch of guys. Yeah, which makes them a, a really appealing team to me. That it's just like ah, it's just these dudes. Like for, I was surprised that the Colts were even in the playoffs. Like I was one of those guys. No, that I were definitely like, looked up and was wait, like, wait, the, huh? Colts are in the hunt. The, wait, the Colts are in the playoffs. What happened here? And then all of a sudden they're and then they win, and it's like, 
Okay, uh, are Chiefs fans a little, little nervous at this point? Because there's some history and, and at that point. Yeah, Scott really quickly is correct. The nightmare Super yeah, yeah, Bowl yeah. match. I saw that Patriots I was Cowboys. Call it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that has been my nightmare for since Tom Brady began this run. <sighs> I mean, I can't fathom. It would be the first time that I would probably just get really drunk and just boycott watching a single second of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I just wouldn't, wouldn't care at all. I watched Maroon 5 at halftime. It would No be, shame. I got, yeah, don't give me that look. I would totally watch him. Uh, I can't say what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love the clean show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> You're not excited for that halftime show? You don't think that Maroon 5 halftime show is going to be good? No. I think it's going to be tired. I'm tired of Maroon 5 and Coldplay and Bruno Mars I think every it's single be year. such a good halftime show. I think the Maroon 5 halftime show is going to be like, way I don't, better than I don't have think. a problem with Maroon 5. I mean, you know, I wouldn't go so far as they... I want them to come out and do like old school Maroon 5 and just do their old like... Uh, crooner songs yeah, no, where no, it's like she will be loved yeah, and everybody's yeah, that's like what I no, play oh, no. The, where's that's what Cardi I want. B I want Cardi and then no. they're like no 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 we're just gonna play the because the- that's the Maroon 5 that I enjoy is yeah, the original right, Maroon right. 5 exactly until they started doing you know <laughs> moves like Jagger and, and, and garbage newer songs mm, you think those- Jagger comes out you think they bring Mick out <sighs> for that who cares <laughs> whatever sure <laughs> it's like I this don't just care. underscores that I don't care about these playoffs. The whole playoffs of the NFL, I'm just like, whatever. I don't know. There's nothing. I would like to see the Chiefs do well. I'd like to see them move on. But at the same time, I'm so tired of everybody being like, Mahomes has changed the league. This is it. Like, I kind of want the Chiefs to and lose. And by everybody, you mean Robert. No, I mean everybody. <laughs> no, I know. Mahomes, all of the talking heads. Mahomes is the yeah. reason why Cliff Clingsbury has a job right now. This is if true. If it wasn't for Mahomes, if he did not do what he did, Cliff Clingsbury... Uh, uh, <laughs> pretty white guy in Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury is... I think I called him Clingsbury. Uh, the Cliff Cluz get me. Kingsbury would be still the offense coordinator is at USC. Is he 1K away? He is 1K away. What's his middle name? Can we look that yeah, up? What's Cliff's, Cliff's middle Cliff's name? middle name. Because it is definitely <laughs> Cliff with a K, which is weird. That's awful weird. weird. Which makes very me think strange. that his middle name might be Kevin. Or Carl with a K. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that would no, be you know funny if they took two, two regularly C names, changed them to Ks just to fit the it's bill. It's Charles. It's Cliff Charles, but they spell it with a K. <laughs> K is silent. <laughs> Timothy. Uh, oh, well, for a second, okay. I thought it was like, wait, it's actually pronounced Timothy? <laughs> what? Yeah, I had to Timothy. stop for a second. It is yes, Timothy. Yes, he yes. is Cliff Timothy Kingsbury. Mm. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. mm. sorry. Anyways, yeah, that ruins it. Yeah, um, I like it better if it was Carl with a K. I, I'm gonna, his, you know, what, I'm Carl. gonna start. I'm gonna start calling him Carl. That, you know what? You can, he can't be Carl because you can't have two one syllable names. You can't be your first and middle name can't both be one syllable. You got to have one of them has to have multiple syllables. You can't be Cliff Carl. That's weird. It's got to be like Cliff Carlton. There we go. There it is. Cliff Carlton. <laughs> I'm still calling Carl. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Mahomes is the reason why he even has a job. So I kind of want to see Mahomes lose so that this whole idea of like Mahomes has changed the game. He didn't change the game. Like he's not the first. He's not immortal. And he's not the first quarterback to be mobile and be able to make plays like this. Like this this happens every year. There's always some quarterback that they're like, "Oh, this is it." Ever since Michael Vick came into the league, we've heard every year of like 
this dude has changed it. He's the one that can make this offense work. And then what do we end up with? Guys like Brady and Breeze that are just drop back passers that end up being the elite quarterbacks. Boring, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I do think the game is going. Maybe more this towards... is the evolution, though. Well, it's I... the mixed. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, but Kaepernick yeah. was mixed too. Because white never guys mind. aren't going to give mind. up all that all that power. So it's like, all right, we'll let Russell, we'll let Russell Wilson and Mahomes. They they're only one dip. So yeah, they're cool. They're cool. We can <laughs> one we can dip? let them be good. <laughs> Two scoops. <laughs> One play. Oh my god! Uh, but I want to see. So I'm torn. I I like Mahomes. I like the Chiefs. As I want a the team. Chiefs to win. I I, I just again because the Colts just to me are so boring. <laughs> just, well, I don't want to see that. And I'm I'm of this mindset now. And I know most in TV ratings don't agree with me, but I do like new teams and new blood coming up and and being good. So a team like Kansas City who. Always fail. Yeah, they're also in their face in just, the first playoff. Right, game. they just crap yeah. the bed. I do want to see them come up and win one. It's like, all right, see, a small market team can do it. It just gives me hope whenever a team like the same way you, as you the went Bengals. small market with it in the NFL. There's no such thing. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Small market. That was baseball. There's no little. Engine, me. I was right. gonna say there's no <laughs> little engines that could in the <laughs> NFL. I guess oh. just teams like the Bengals, where it's like, oh, just a team that people are like, oh yeah, they're in the NFL. <laughs> That's a team. <laughs> they exist. Cool. Uh, if, if they could win, it's not like a name that people are like proud to wear the jersey. It's just a, oh, yeah. Oh, I know a Chiefs fan. That's kind of cool. Good for him. <laughs> God, and Scott made another good point. Nightmare scenario. Okay. AFC Patriots versus Colts for the mm. billionth time. And the NFC Eagles, Eagles fucking Cowboys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Like I, right, we're we marking can, this one as an yep, explicit episode. Thanks, messed God. it up. <laughs> messed it up. But fair enough. <laughs> you, you white man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, that nightmare. It would be really bad. That would be super annoying to watch. Yeah. Okay, so let's do final predictions for this weekend. Final predictions. Stick to your guns. This is who you have to ride with. Chiefs, Pats, Saints, Cowboys. I'm going Chiefs, Pats, Saints, L.A. I don't think the Cowboys win. I hope you're right. I hope I go 0 for 4. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping I go 0 for 4. Well, except for the Saints. I want to go 1 and 3. Chiefs? I, I won't okay. be upset if the Chiefs lose. Like that's oh, if, okay. if it, you know what, it, it's all it's all for the co- it's all for the cause. If going over <laughs> four means that the Cowboys are out, I want to go over four. Sorry, Ooh. Robert Taylor. Collateral damage, be darned. <laughs> if you want to talk trash about any of these picks, four four zero thirty seven drunk. The phone line is open. You can call in, give us your picks, uh, or talk trash about our picks. Uh, I'm just not. It's not exciting this year. I feel like the playoffs aren't exciting. No, there's not. This is whatever. I felt like that the whole season, mostly, though. That's a good point. There's been a lot of storylines, but the whole overall theme of this season has been meh. You know what else has been meh? College football season has been kind of meh this year. Before we do that, do we want to talk about the the coaching hires in the NFL before we shift? Oh, we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I mean, we're already talking about Cliff. That's a good point. (laughs) Carl. (laughs) Cliff Carl. Carl with a K. Cliff Carlton. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there have been hires made this week. It, It seems like everybody hired this week. There's just been a flurry of activity going on this week. So here's... 
Here's the hires that we know as of right now. Bruce Arians is going to the Bucks. My dad moving on to coach Tampa Bay. <laughs> Retiring in Florida. Good for him. I uh, we'll go we'll get into whether or not these are good coaching hires or not. Matt LaFleur, uh, former Notre Dame quarterbacks coach for a year. Uh, Tennessee offensive coordinator is now going to be Cram the head it coach. Cram hole, LaFleur. <laughs> He's not going to be the Packers head coach. Uh, Cliff Carlton Kingsbury is going to be coaching the Cardinals. Wow, that was an alliteration and a half. You nailed it, too. Boom. You didn't even try. Uh, Freddie Kitchens is going to be the uh, the head coach of the Brownies. I know Joe's pretty excited about DJ this Aaron one. Coming. <laughs> there it is. Adam Gase is going to the Jets. And Vic, is it Fangio? Fangio. Fangio. The- Fangs out. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears defensive coordinator is going to be going out to Denver. My heart. Um, all right, let's talk about these hires. Who made the best hire of the wait, there's there's also rumors that the Bengals have decided on their coach as well, right? You were saying before the show. Uh yeah, the quarterback's coach in uh LA. Um blanking on his name at the moment. I don't remember. Uh something Everybody was talking about it gonna be the uh it was gonna be the offensive coordinator for um uh, Kansas City. That was Ben-A-Me. who everybody wanted. Yeah. yeah. Wanted Benemy, but apparently it's not going to be him. Zach Taylor, maybe? Mm, Zach Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, cool. The guy from Home Improvement? Nope. No. This is Zachary Ty Bryan and, and Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> I combined the two. The, the two had a what child. What's the third one's name? The, that poor dude, Taron Smith. Kieran, Taren, Taren, not Kieran. That's my son. Taren Noah Smith or something like Taren that. Noah, yeah, like I think three, that's it. Three wow, names. yeah, wow, good work, man. Pulled that one out of my arse. Yeah, you did, mm. uh, man. Love that's... me some moment improvement. <laughs> <laughs> this will be where you play the white drop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do Nailed love it. That, I do love that from the view over here. It does look like Joe could be Wilson, just hiding behind the computers. <laughs> just the Wilson, top Wilson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do, neighbor? Uh, I just want Joe to start giving us philosophical advice throughout the show. Just pop in with uh, some <laughs> random quote. Okay. <laughs> Joe's the total opposite of Wilson. Yeah. He's just like, hey, I got Wilson a- was a bit of a gas bag. He's <laughs> like, Joe, I got a big problem. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Uh, somebody said something really, uh, they, they really cut me down, man. I, I, I don't know what to do about it. Rude. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> True. All right. Uh, so who do now we let's think? start with you? What do you do? Who do you think is a good hire? Um, which which of these? I think the best. The best hire out of let's the go group. best and worst. Best and worst. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I think the worst hire is Cliff Carlton Kingsbury. Absolutely. I think that is Hands a down. Terrible hire. I don't. Uh, again, it's all because Mahomes is doing well that they think this air raid offense is going to translate. And oh, he ran the air raid offense at Texas Tech. Cool. How did he do at Texas Tech? Oh, he got fired because he was under five hundred. Not Get only him. that, by that stupid logic, Mike Leach would be a great NFL coach because he's isn't yep. the one who pioneered. The yeah, air he was raid? basically that was yeah, he that's more or less his, invented it. Yeah, that's his <laughs> offense that yeah. he started. Kingsbury just you know went there and continued it. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, because he was he was at Texas Tech. And yeah, that's where Leach was. So that yeah, yeah. this is just 
Kingsbury just, just being a like, copycat. Oh, yeah, I can run that. That's cool. Uh, False. Air Raid started out in Hawaii with Colt Brennan throwing mm. 800 oh, yeah, touchdowns. That's, that's a I forgot year. about that. I Good old Colt now. Brennan. I totally forgot about Hawaii being a team. But that's right. That's all. They used to. That was fun to watch. He threw okay. like 70 passes a game. So that tells you where this offense is and how this is going to translate to the NFL. How many Hawaii quarterbacks made it in the NFL? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> exactly. From the state of Hawaii or went to Hawaii? Went to Hawaii. Went to Hawaii. Like, Hawaii played yeah. their college ball oh. in Hawaii. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like Marcus Mariota, he was from Hawaii. No, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. No, not no, no, no. of Hawaiian descent. I mean, played for the Rainbow Warriors and then made it to the NFL. Because to your point, they started this offense. They were People were chucking up. 600 yards a game and people were like these guys can you believe this they were losing every game 63 to 64 (laughs) but their quarterback threw for 912 yards on a tuesday night because that's when hawaii plays they have to play three in the morning they have to play all away games because nobody wants to travel (laughs) they don't i don't even think they have a stadium there no they do because of the hawaii bowl yeah which was invented just because they were like I guess we got to stay here. Pro Bowl. And, and the Pro Bowl. Yeah, the Pro Bowl. No, the Pro Bowl is there. That's a good point. <laughs> duh, duh. Well, it was. was. Is it there? Yeah, it's not there anymore. It rotates. Mm. It's like in Miami in there. But anyways, Cliff is just a – for everybody that says a quarterback is just a system quarterback, he's just a system coach, and that system I don't think is going to work as well in the NFL. He couldn't – and he couldn't do it in college. He got fired from Texas Tech. Do you realize how garbage you have to be to get fired from Texas Tech? That's why this is a terrible hire. One, he was unsuccessful at his only head coaching job so far. Yeah. And two, he's never coached in the NFL at any level. Not a line coach, not right. a position coach, nothing. And they're just I like, can't imagine just how like, that's going to work. Hey, Cliff. Here's the reins, bro. Go for it. Do whatever. And walking into an NFL locker room with guys, I mean, you think Patrick Peterson is going to listen to a dude who's <laughs> never coached at any level? I think, I think I know what's happening here. I think I've got it. The Cardinals have hired Kingsbury, and he is going to blow it for two straight years. They're going to go O for the next two years. They're going to be the next Browns. Trevor Lawrence will be their next quarter. They'll pick him with the first... <laughs> First pick, and they're going to be they, like they actually pick their quarterback after the national right. championship, and yeah. they're like, "What's the coach? Who's the coach who can lead us there?" <laughs> Cliff. No, they're not even. He's going to be gone because they're no, no, no. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He can lead us oh, to, to our next quarterback. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are <laughs> confident that it won't look like we're tanking because we're hiring this right. guru. Oh, but we know that this won't succeed. This is going to be awful. <laughs> this is going to be so bad. They're like text messaging fans. They're like, "Listen, bear with us for two years." <laughs> I know it's gonna be rough, but just trust us. We got we're playing a long game here. He's gonna be terrible. He'll be gone in two years. We'll get a real like NFL talent quarterback in here with an NFL caliber coach to coach this NFL talent quarterback. <laughs> it's gonna be sweet. Two years, just give us two years. By that this. time, Sean McVay will be out in LA. He's coming in. <laughs> this is the future. We've got it That's all figured out. That's the plan. In that case, best hire is Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> yeah. If that Cardinals. scenario plays out, then they're geniuses. Uh, no, the Bidwell I think- family is light years ahead of us all. Uh, all right, so we're in agreement that Cliff is the worst hire. Hands out down, of this not even group. close. Uh, the best hire, I would have to go with Freddie Kitchens and the Browns. I think we talked about it before the show. He is. <laughs> He's a guy that the offense flourished under him. Baker Mayfield just turned into a different quarterback. Once Hugh was out of the way, 
once uh, who was their offensive coordinator under Hugh Jackson? Joe. Todd Haley. Todd Haley. Once Todd Haley was out of the way and Freddie Kitchens, Kitchens took over, Baker became this whole new quarterback. And uh, now the Baker and the Kitchens are going to lead Cleveland to some AFC North How titles. Corny t-shirts and slogans Super about Oh, it's already Baker. happening. It, 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 it's, it's already, already happening. Oh, yeah. Every t-shirts. Baker needs a kitchen. Oh, yeah. God. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I believe you were trying to say Super Bowl. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's hang on. Let's reel it Super in, Joe. This is ball. this is the problem with Browns fans. This is the problem with Browns fans. <laughs> you get so excited because things start to look up, and then they don't pan out, and you freak out. Let's rein it in. Small goals, but, small but, goals, baby. But, but this time's different. <laughs> I like that logic. But but this time is it, it, it's different, right? Yeah, yeah, totally different. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> uh, but I think that was the best hire of the week. I think it made the most sense. And I think he he already has the trust of the players. It's not like you've got a new guy coming in that has to win over a locker room. He's a guy that they know. What are you doing over there that you keep dropping stuff? This is my ring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my hands are cold. And, uh... Uh, but I think that's uh, that's the best hire of the week. Who you got is your best hire of the week? I am going with the guy who said that he would only come out of retirement to coach the Browns and Bruce Arians. Because ah. I think Bruce Arians is a very good coach. And not only that, he brought Todd Bowles with him to be the defensive coordinator. And that defense needs all the hope they can get. But the way I figure it is if a quarterback guy like Bruce Arians is going to come out of retirement to willingly coach j or Jebu or whatever he's going by. <laughs> Crab Legs McGee down there. Uh, I mean, it, he he must know something, see something, and believe that he's the one. And I mean, at some point, he, dude's got to figure it out. Or, I mean, he's going to be gone. But they've they've hitched their wagon to him. They were telling coaching candidates they're coming in an interview. So, uh, Jameis Winston's going to be your starting quarterback. Yeah. How's that work for you? And and Bruce Arians was the only one that was like, I don't care, man. Whatever. I don't, it just... <laughs> I had I'm, Carson Palmer. And, I'm and, tired of being in the booth. You hear me swearing in the booth? I can't handle this. I'm going to get fired eventually. So just let me coach where I can swear and wear my cool Kangol caps, and it'll be awesome. I had Carson Palmer on his third team, and we made the playoffs. <laughs> I'll be fine with this guy. <laughs> Two bum knees, Carson Palmer. I'm good. <laughs> but no, I think that was a really good hire. And again, bringing Bulls in with Bruce the defense. Yeah, I just I. I really like that hire. The only the only problem with that hire is, I mean, he just came out of retirement and he's sixty seven and had right. health issues. So, I mean, is it a long term fix? I don't know, but I do think that he's going to turn around that team a lot faster than that's the only any thing of these that- other coaches on this list would have done. If the Bucks, the Bucks, <laughs> looking at this list of coaches, uh, th- they wouldn't be, uh, you know, very successful. Because the only other coach that I like, I think it just, I don't know how good he's going to do. For the Broncos, but Vic Fangio, I think, is a fantastic coach. Uh, yeah, possibly. I I feel like I don't that's know how well names. it's going to work for the Broncos, and that's I feel like, like that's I don't one know of if those the, names the team that, is a right fit, but I, I I really wish that Vic Fangio would have been the 49ers head coach. But I could see instead of I could see him Pat being Kelly. one of those dudes that's just a great coordinator and not able to handle being a head coach because there are be. there are some dudes but oddly Jackson, enough though that just can't be a head coach that <laughs> right. they're just better at being a coordinator oddly enough though he, it's a weird situation because he's the head coach in name and he's running the defense and then mm. uh kubiak is running the offense yeah. so it's Somewhere. kind of like a co-head coach situation co-coaches co-coaches yeah. all right i don't know That's i think that, i think that that situation worked but 
I know for a fact that he's going to have that defense back to being well, Broncos and that's defense that's going to be a few years ago, and that could be scary. Overnight. That could be really scary because I mean they've got the players, right? And now he's going to bring his scheme in there. That that defense is going to go back to being scary, but they still got the major problem of not having a quarterback. With yeah. the quarterback, the ultimate Hall of Fame quarterback is the GM. <laughs> Can't ever find a quarterback. So that's because nobody measures up to his standards. Scott, get it right. right. <laughs> you got to be John Elway caliber to quarterback at the <laughs> and those guys Broncos. are just dangling off trees they're just waiting for trevor lawrence <laughs> uh loudbeard from scout team radio shout out loudbeard he said the worst hire is kingsbury by far but he said he's disappointed that the browns didn't roll with greg williams and i know joe said beforehand that he, he would have been okay, been okay with i think greg a lot williams. of people a lot of browns fans would i was back home i was back home for new year's and everybody i talked to was like it better be greg williams it better be greg williams it better be greg williams and i'm like no don't hire Greg Williams. I don't think that it would have been. I know you disagree, Joe. Sorry. I, I Joe don't is, think it Joe is like been, ready to come off mute. He's like, no, no, no. I'm I don't like, think it would have been a horrible move, but I, I think they made a better move. That's how I look at it. Like if they would have kept him, okay, because the argument is he's the first coach to win games, and he had him headed in the right direction. So why wouldn't you roll with him? But I just think that going with Kitchens was the better option, especially if Kitchens was potentially going to leave. If you're going to lose Kitchens, right, right, right. you'd rather make him the head coach and show Greg Williams the door than the yeah. other way around. Yeah. So Agreed. from that aspect, it's like not the worst thing if they kept him, but better that they went with Kitchens. Yeah. Are you, are you in agreement with that, Joe? Are you, yeah, would you yeah, pick I Kitchens mean, over Williams? Kitchens was doing great as the offensive coordinator, so why not just leave him as the offensive coordinator, let him just work with Baker instead of having to worry about the whole team? But again, I think it came down to if they would have made Greg Williams head coach, they would have lost Freddie Kitchens. Yes, right. And it's better to have retained Freddie Kitchens and lost Greg Williams. Is Bob Wiley staying on staff? No, nope. they oh, just announced that today too. that he was gone, which is probably is the biggest gone. loss. I'm of no the longer a Browns. I no longer care. I hope right. the Browns lose every game from now on. I hope Bob Wiley comes to Cincinnati. That's what I hope. I want that dude in Cincinnati with that glorious mustache and his gut. The gut bouncing. That's what I want. Rocking them sweet whips. Bob Wiley is the man. Pushing Maseratis. Where's he get picked? Where's he go next? I don't know. I think that they were talking about him possibly retiring. We're going to have to pour one out for Bob Wiley because if the NFL has lost Bob Wiley, what are we even doing here? Shut down the show. This is over. Maybe he's actually the blimp that got into the college football Hall of Fame. <laughs> so Mike McCarthy did not get hired. Is that a surprise to either of you two? No, it's no. not a surprise. I don't think Mike I'm, McCarthy was a great coach. I've been saying this since he was fired. Dude should have never gotten the job. And I feel like just about anybody could have accidentally won one Super Bowl and all that time with Aaron Rodgers. He didn't make Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers it was going to be a good quarterback regardless. You didn't make Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers made Mike McCarthy. More or less. I, no, I, yeah. I'm, agree, and, I'm in agreement. I was just being a jerk, no, but no, I totally agree with you. I feel <laughs> the exact same I, way. I just, I, Mike McCarthy was never that good of a coach, and I know firsthand his offenses were just whatever. Because he was the 49ers offensive head coach or offensive coordinator at one point. In fact, that's where he that term went. Better. Can we use that term instead of offensive, offensive coordinator? Head coach. Can we say offensive head coach and defensive head coach? Yeah. And then head coach? I feel like you should. That's so much better. Yeah. I did, He's I our OHC. We just, OHC. <laughs> we just promoted the OHC to HC. It's pretty awesome. 
That's way better than yeah. But him sitting out, I, I think everybody knew that too. That he, you know, I know the Browns sniffed around him because they had all the connections and everybody right. in the Browns front office is you know buddy buddy with them from the Green Bay's days. Buddy boy, yeah, they're, they're buddy boy, buddy boy. With right. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm really glad for the Browns that they didn't because I just thought he was going to be not good hire. And I think the funniest hire in all of these, Gase. That's because it's AFC, in division. They, like, but the AFC keeps doing this. Yes, they. I just saw something today yes. where all of the teams that have they just, just traded keep swapping head coaches. coaches, and Belichick is the only one who stays yeah. constant. The other ones just sit there and recycle the same coaches within each other. Why do they do that? What is the thinking? Is it is it this crazy Bengals thinking when they brought Hugh Jackson on, where they were like, "We got a leg up now because we know what they're doing." But it's like, no, bro, this is a different system. It's a new coach. What are you even doing? Good lord. That is a very loud call coming into the line. Craft Sports, who's this? Jesus Christ, that was quick. <laughs> What's up, Mookie? I swear to God, that was like a, a middle schooler seeing his first unadulterated tit in public. <laughs> All right, well, definitely an explicit show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought about that earlier, but I mean, I didn't say any swear words, so it should be fine, right? That's a good point. I don't know how the FCC would handle it. They're shut down anyways. It's fine. Ah, they won't know. <laughs> and, 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 and we all know how I feel about the FCC. That's, you know that's a good that, point. That, that dude in his friggin' Reese's mug can still go do a thing. Do him, and, him and Bill Sweeney can go and hang out all they want, and I don't give two <laughs> shoots about it. <laughs> Mookie, what do you got for us tonight? So I've been conflicted all week because, I mean, I'm sure y'all have been talking about how college football went down and everything. Haven't gotten um, to it yet. And, and, and it, it actually, I think it worked out as best as it could for Notre Dame getting their faces beat in, whatever it was, 30-something to three. You know, because I, I want to go ahead and say that Bama looked worse? Question mark? Notre Dame, Notre Dame had a better defense than Alabama. That's all I know. Right. They, I mean, that, that's they, at least somewhat redeeming because <laughs> the way that that thing went down with our squad, it was just like, oh, this is we're never we're never gonna make it again. We're never making again. Um, <laughs> the one thing I did want to bring up, if you haven't already, is there was some very interesting chatter about how coaches should be allowed or not allowed to interview with the new rule in an NTA where the AD has to give like the green light. And, and I want to go ahead and toot our own horn because I think we had some great analogies in terms of relating coaches and schools interviewing <laughs> each other to uh, immature relationship troubles, we'll say. Um, so I'll just put it this way to, to, to Joe and Scott, who I haven't heard weigh in on this. Before Cliff did whatever he did to get free of USC, was it shady for Lynn Swan to say, no, you can't interview? Or is that legit? Or where, where, where do you all fall on all that nonsense? Legit. So you think you're okay with USC telling Cliff you're not allowed to interview for the NFL? Absolutely. Ooh. He had been there for like 10 a minutes. Month. A month. It was yeah. a month. I mean, yeah. he hadn't even coached a game. Okay. Fair enough. And he signed a contract. Kids can't leave. He shouldn't have been in. I mean, he didn't get one full season in. He didn't get one full month in. Yeah. So <laughs> he, didn't get, he didn't get one full paycheck in. Like, I'm pretty sure he never actually made it on their health insurance. He's you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the paperwork hadn't gone through, and he was like, deuces, I'm out. Yeah. Whoever handles the USC website was like, wait, I just got him up there. We just went through QA. We just got it approved. The deploy request went in. We got it up there. And now you're telling me you got to take this off. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right and now? I 
And I want to point out that that's a low-key burn on USC's engineers because if that's true, then they're really shitty engineers because you should build stuff or you just configure the database and be like, yo, this coach is named this. This is his backstory. I don't got to change shit. Just go change a couple fields. But you're right because the Trojans are awful people. They basically, if, if the school just disappeared, no one would really notice would be all that upset because the national titles they won didn't count anyways because Pete, I'm shady as F. Carroll up there in Seattle, brought them to him. So well done, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Mookie. Uh, Joe, are you okay with USC blocking Cliff from interviewing? I'm indifferent. Whatever. Joe's like, <laughs> it's the cool. AD. It's cool, 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 I mean, cool, 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 whatever cool. he wants to do. If they want to block him, <laughs> they technically own him because he's on their contract and they can do whatever they want. That's right. They own him. Own the white man. Yeah, he, just so. he did just say that. Yep. Yep. I, I am split between this. I see both sides of it. On one hand, I totally understand from the AD's perspective of like, bro, you just came here. You just signed a contract, and a month later you're trying to leave and go be an NFL head coach. But on the other hand, if, I'm, if I apply for a job and then all of a sudden a month later a better job comes along, yep. sorry, I'm going to go get mine. Like, yeah. Who is, you, who, you know, who is my boss you know to USC tell me? wouldn't hesitate to fire his- that's Self, a good point. If someone else came along. Right. Who am I to say, no, nah, you can't go better yourself. You got to sit. You, you came here. You got to <clears> stick this out. The NCAA. Uh, non-compete Free market contracts. capitalism, bitches. That's but if what there's it a, should be about. If there's a non-compete and, it, and there's a buyout clause, as long as he's buying it out, who cares? If he's And he offered well, to buy it out. So, Actually, I think he so did. Minute, the Cardinals does this mean that Lynn Swan well, is admitting yeah, totally. that USC is competing with the NFL because they play, pay their players? Like, is that literally what it is then? Because there should be no non-compete between the NCAA and the NFL anyways. They're completely different leagues. You know what I mean? It's true. Who is, uh, who is the NCAA and the universities to tell a player – or uh, to, tell, to tell a coach? I guess there is – yeah, because they tell players they can't go to the yeah. NFL. So they uh, can yeah, tell ridiculous. coaches. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> right, so let, that's let, a very terrible thing, analogy. Uh, as, last thing as I'll take my answer off here. Um, a, quick, a quick thing we were just talking about here. Now, obviously, MLK Day is set on a certain day for a reason and stuff, but – when are we as a country going to get our shit together and just give everyone the Monday after the Super Bowl off? Like, why don't we somehow figure out how to schedule that around MLK or, or vice versa and just make that work? Do you think there will be a time in the future where it's a national holiday the Monday after Super Bowl or Sunday? Thanks, longtime listener, six-time caller. <laughs> I love you, Six-time caller. <laughs> He's keeping track. <laughs> Tally it up. He does not count his voicemails because if you count voicemails, right. long-time listener, 99-time caller. Uh, the, <laughs> Mookie leaves some of the best voicemails, too. Uh, it's a good question. I don't think we ever see it because they don't really care. Like, well, they keep pushing. Really yeah, no. They, and the Super Bowl keeps getting later and later. It really does. It they is, just keep pushing it back. I so. feel like such an old man that I'm like, it's only halftime. I felt like that this week during the national championship game. I'm watching Alabama Clemson, and I'm like, this game is late. Like it's no, I didn't mean really time. I meant time of year. Well, that's true. Yeah, time of year. I thought it's you were like, about to go when you said a feeling old. Be like, yeah, when we watched it, Super Bowl was in the middle of January. <laughs> now it's almost March. Back in my day, we watched it. <laughs> that's where I thought you were Start going. But I mean, seriously, though, it keeps getting pushed further just a into fresh February. powder on the ground. And we walked uphill both ways to watch the game. <laughs> we did. <laughs> It was me. I think time of night, and and that's more like the game. Just well, yeah, but the Super Bowl starts at what seven forty five. That's yeah, fine. That's and then perfect. it and then it ends at three o'clock in the morning. It feels like because it goes on forever. It doesn't go until like eleven thirty. That's late, bro. It is. But <laughs> <I mean. laughs> 
Move out west. <laughs> oh, that's a good Dude, point. Dude, it's yeah. so weird, though, when you're out west and split it is parts. I, I was sitting out there when the last uh, most recent time I visited, and I forget what game it was that started, but it was an East Coast game. <laughs> it's You're sitting there, and it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and the game starts, and you're just like... What are these games happening yeah. right now? It's really weird. It's so strange. It's even stranger. You get off football. of work and walk into a game. <laughs> it's even stranger college football Saturdays when you wake up at like eight forty five and it's like ah that was all right here you go let's uh, let's see what's on TV let's watch some game day oh kickoffs in fourteen minutes what the <laughs> hell happened here that's right you just set the alarm you wake up to see Corso throw on ahead and into the first game I'm like that actually sounds ideal and then you watch football all day long and then it's like seven o'clock when the last game starts and it's over at 10 and you're like cool now i'm gonna go gamble because this is vegas <laughs> and then you lose money and your wife gets super mad at you i mean not that i'm two person <laughs> moving on <laughs> two person so you do you think there's ever to mookie's question do you think there's ever nah. a time that they're like nope yeah. They just like the the federal government and the NFL are not going to cooperate not, to make sure that but, happens. But so. instead of going that route, is there ever a time where the NFL says screw at the Super Bowls on a Saturday? Mm. Moves the Super Bowl to a Saturday? I wish they nope. would, but they won't. <laughs> Too many people want to do things on Saturday. Sundays when everybody is just sitting around doing nothing. But the only problem with that is that it's Sunday night, so right. people or, it's, okay. It's, it's what about a, a day night? game? Like, what about a day game? Do they move they, the they Super Bowl to the day? No, they don't. Yeah, you can't. You can't cut into the twelve hours of pregame. <laughs> yeah, the forty-two the hours of dancing and the kids doing their thing <laughs> and all that other weird Super Bowl pregame. All right, stuff. let's break down these teams again because it's only Ugh. been. We've We've only been doing it for two weeks straight. But so again, let's you can't see. have it earlier in the day because on the West Coast, then it's at 10 in the morning. I don't care about that. That sounds cool. Screw West Coast, man. That's their fault for living. That's, I mean, that's the reason West. it's so late on the East is to make <laughs> it okay for the West. Man, a 4 o'clock Super Bowl start time? That'd be all right, I'd be cool with a 4 o'clock Super Bowl start And then time. it'd be 1 o'clock on the West Coast? They'd be fine. Yeah. They're little, used to it. little Super Bowl party. 4 lunch. o'clock start it is. <laughs> and then, Gavel bang. And then at 7, I can... I can pull up my sweats up over my gut and I can <laughs> lay, down, bed. lay down on my recliner and pass <laughs> out. <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> this Super Bowl Sunday. Awesome. I'm going to kick off my slippers. Don't need, to, <laughs> don't need to move the day. Don't need to make the day after off. Just move up the time. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm still going to be hung over the next day. Well, yeah. <laughs> Nobody said anything about that. I mean, I just... Uh, all right, let's talk. We we mentioned national briefly about the national championship. It's old at this point. I mean, that's the downside of us and it's doing just the show. Shocking. I was very shocked that Clemson did what they did with two freshmen, Trevor Lawrence and that Ross kid. He's another freshman. That's scary. That the Clemson is going to be yeah, Clemson is going to be that good for the next two years. Very terrifying. My question is, how nope. long before nope. Nick Saban? Nope. Hangs it up. This didn't do anything. <laughs> I Dude, just no. This I, is I'm just firmly. This I, is just in general. Nick Saban, sixty-seven. Okay, years no, old. I know, but we could have been asking this forever. I am firmly under the belief that that dude's just going to coach until he. Do so you think he's, he's a going vampire. to die on the side? He is a vampire. He is just going to be on the sidelines, sucking people's blood to continue his life force, and will never leave the Alabama sidelines. When did Joe Paterno coach till? He died. He was 98 years old. (laughs) He coached until he died. But here's the difference there. So so conspiracy theory, Alabama fans nominate one person as tribute every year to Nick Saban and he feasts on them, right? (laughs) No doubt. Underneath that tree. It's got to be. No doubt. (laughs) 
<laughs> Saban just comes in in a robe <sighs> over his head, and he's glass like, "Glass of fresh blood." They're like, "Please select it." Uh, I hope he gets. I hope he picks me. <laughs> it's the it's the honor. It's a family right. honor. Yeah, my my cousin last year. He was he was down. He was only, dedicated. Only the purest redneck bloodline <laughs> can survive the Nick Saban. <laughs> I love this picture in my head of Nick Saban. There's just a rally around Nick Saban. They're all like chanting Gregorian chants. And then Nick Saban points to somebody in the crowd. And they're like, he picked me. Chanting Gregorian chants. They're just sitting there. Roll tide. Well, that's what the. Yeah, but it's in Gregorian chant fashion. It's like. Roll tide. They're not smart enough to do that. (laughs) S-E-C. There's not enough teeth among them to get all that out. F-E-T. There you go. There you go. There you go. Better. Better. But yeah, real shocking. Okay, uh, but no, I agree. I think Saban is one I of those say, I don't think he, he's going anywhere. I, don't think, I do think he is one of those dudes that coaches until he dies, but there's going to be a turning point because Paterno was a guy that was like the guy to, to play for, and then eventually it was like, this guy's a figurehead. Like, you're not going to get those top-name guys to go. He's still not close to, to that, though. I understand. My point being, at some point, it's going to flip on Saban, and they're going to be like, I don't want to go play for right. the, the when old he's guy. he's 80. So he's 67? Oh, cool. Hmm, Only got 13 more years. Cool, 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 cool. So they have 13 more years. And then it turns into yeah. Kansas State and Bill Snyder. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's where I was, yeah. Just and him, he's denying just them rings. Him in a ring and a, a, a windbreaker. Yeah, saying, no rings for you. You transferred no rings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, well, fair enough. So Nick Saban will be at Alabama forever, and we're stuck with Alabama Clemson for the next thirteen years. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's gonna be there's gonna it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence's kid is playing in an Alabama versus Clemson national title game, and we're like, oh god. No, it's gonna be Hunter Renfro's kid, because that dude has played forever. I'm really glad to see that name not exist. But he will be stellar on the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no doubt. Uh, you were shocked by the results. I was pretty shocked by that one too. I I didn't watch a minute of it. I was sleeping. Was it on too late? No, I mean I have to be to work. At, <laughs> I have to be to work at the a crack of dawn. So I mean, all right. When know. will they do the national championship and then make the next day a national holiday? A Tuesday. <laughs> Let's play the national championship game at four one p.m. <laughs> West Coast. Everybody wins. Nope. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. So does Clemson repeat next year? They got Trevor Lawrence coming back. They got Ross coming back. I guarantee you they'll be got- in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> I mean, that's what I get. I can guarantee you, in fact, right now, Alabama and Clemson will play each other in the playoffs. <laughs> Somewhere in the playoffs, those two will play each other for the fifth consecutive year. <laughs> Did you see Herb Street's, Herb Street's take where he was like, if you're sick of Alabama and Clemson, it's just because you're jealous? Which made me laugh because I'm like, no, non-college football fans are sick of Yeah, right. I was just going to say, I don't have a dog in the fight. I just want to see two different teams. Uh, Yeah. That's all. I mean, I was fine. To be honest with you, the first three times I was fine because it was like, okay, you know, you had the Deshaun Watson angle and it was, then they had the rubber match. And so it was like, okay, who's the better? And it was fine. But now it's like, come on, man. We gotta do something different. It can can't, somebody it else can't be, sign up? It can't be Cavs Warriors again. Come on, man. Like, come on, can bro. We somebody sign a five star recruit and please knock one of these teams out of the right. playoffs. 
I don't think it's going to happen though. That's the, the terrible thing. There's no there, there's no end in sight. <laughs> Oklahoma will always be the team that dominates the Big Twelve, makes it to the playoffs, and loses. Clemson is always going to be Clemson. Alabama is always going to be Alabama. The Pac-12 will never make the playoffs again, and then Ohio State <laughs> will get in there. Pac-12, it's <laughs> just there. Is it sad that Ohio State is our only hope? Like Ohio State is the only team, and they just lost Urban Meyer. They might not. This might fall to Michigan. We're screwed. We are. It is going to be Clemson, Alabama forever. <laughs> so that's yep. the thing with adding the eight teams. It's still going to be like the same eight teams every year that people are going right. to see. It's going to well, be like absolutely be. three SEC no, it will teams. Absolutely and, be. Well, not only that, two Big Ten. Not only yep. that, I I know I want it to go to eight teams. But even with eight teams, if we were sitting here right now, and it's like next year they're going to eight teams, and who do, who do you got? And in the finals, Alabama, Clemson. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, change yeah. even with the, eight teams. I'm I mean, if they okay, so if they the go if they go to eight teams, it's ACC champion Clemson, SEC champion Alabama, SEC champion runner up Georgia. Congratulations, welcome to the playoffs. And maybe if you flip those on accident, right? But then Alabama will still end up farther than Georgia either one. In the Georgia and Alabama are in the yes, playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Big Ten champion Ohio State. Uh, Ryan uh, Urban Meyer's gone. Maybe Michigan. Maybe it's one of those years where Michigan State shows up. Doesn't matter. Uh, the Big Ten champion is not making it to the finals. <laughs> uh, Pac-12. Congratulations on your one and done in the playoffs. You are out. No matter who you send, you are out. Whatever name we pick out of the hat this year to represent the Pac-12, because you're pretty much garbage. Big Twelve. Congratulations, Oklahoma. You're gonna be stellar, and everybody's gonna be like, "Man, this offense is really good." And you lost in the first round. Cool. And then it's gonna be the power or non-power five team. Uh, so let's say UCF just keeps winning. They make it in. I think they could win one against one yeah, of those teams. Yeah, they like, definitely could win a game, uh, for sure. But then I feel like then the magic runs out, and it's like, damn it, I really wanted them to do good, and they, <sighs> all yeah. right, fine, I'll watch Alabama Clemson again. <laughs> yep. <sighs> and that's your eight. Yep, that's yep. it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Right. That's it, yeah. Two SEC teams, and then Two one. Two Big Ten, probably. Right. And then a. a Pac-12, yeah. ACC. Wait, I'm missing one. I'm missing okay. one extra at-large team. Um, so no, they're not making it back. Uh, they're done after this year. <laughs> this was their shot. Oh, okay, their defense is like shot after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another eight SEC team. Yeah, three SEC 12. teams. No, three <laughs> SEC teams. And <laughs> it's just the SEC tournament is basically what this turns into with an invitation to a couple other conference champions. Yeah. All right, should we do consumer decanter? Yep, let's get into consumer Can it, as always, brought to you by Tavor. This week, we were drinking the Imperial Stout, Brewer's Reserve Imperial Stout, from Old Schoolhouse Brewery in Winthrop, Washington. Uh, Scott, I will go to you first, because you had a, a very interesting reaction to your first sip of this beer. Strong. <laughs> and it, it, Strong. Strong. It's a strong it, beer. It, it is strong, and it stays strong. I have been sitting over here just sipping it. Um, flavor's good. I do like the flavor of the beer, but I, I guess I just it, it's boozy, and it's mm-hmm. it, it is a slow play. It's it, it's a tough can, but I got to can it. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't I I don't enjoy it enough to seek it out again. Is the problem? I mean, it's nice that I had it. I, I probably will never be like I got to have that again. I liked it. It got better for me as it went on. That boozy it's flavor. Fair. I really like that boozy flavor, and it got boozier as the night went on. It did. 
I started as, sipping slower. I know. As I as I was drinking, I was like, "Ooh, that's straight booze." It's like, give me some more of this, and I just kept pouring. Um, I I really like. It's definitely coffee heavy. Not too much chocolate flavor Absolutely. in there. So it's coffee and booze, which is some of my favorite things in the world. Coffee <laughs> and booze. <laughs> uh, and I'm definitely consuming this one. I don't even remember what the price was because we bought it in 2012. But <laughs> we did. <laughs> when we bought this beer, it wasn't Alabama Clemson. <laughs> they were still playing the BCS yeah. championship when we bought this beer. Uh, but it's. It, I think it's. It's really solid. And if I saw it again, I would absolutely buy it. Uh, can't really seek it out because they don't distribute here. But if I found it on the shelf, I would definitely pick up another one for a night where I'm like, you know what? I just need one bomber. That's to put that's me fair. In a good mood. And I'll tell you that it's a one and done. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Give me one one of these, and I'm gonna be happy sitting on my recliner, just giggling to myself about some <laughs> dumb jokes in my head. This has been Consumer Candy, brought to you as always by Tavor. Split decision on this one. Although I guess technically I lose two to one because Joe automatically cans any yeah. stout that we. <laughs> that well, we let's go to have. our poll results. Yes, let's do the poll. Uh, would you rather this week? Would you rather get blown out? in a championship or playoff game or lose a heartbreaker. Uh, Scott, what is your vote on this one? I am going with, since I experienced both in the same game, I'm going with blowout. During that Super Bowl, I had accepted defeat. I was like, oh, cool. Made it back to the Super Bowl and this is how it ends, huh? Well, it was a fun ride. Hope we get back here next year and don't get blown out. But then the close loss sucked. <laughs> so I would rather just get blown out. Like you, like you mentioned, you just accept things. Everything's like, all right, cool. <laughs> let's let's just hang out. We're just friends watching this game now. But then I got back into it because it was close and it was awful. All of the stages of grief in a blowout loss, and that's what I'm going with too. Joe, who wins this one? Blowout losses or heartbreakers? America's voted, and 56% would prefer the blowout loss. That is yep. so much closer that's than a, I thought. That's a lot closer than I thought. A heartbreaker? Why would you want to lose in a heartbreaker? <sighs> it sounds cold. Damn, a heartbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> like a blowout is like, meh, meh, Yeah, I know. Sucked. You can... You can excuse away a, a blowout this any way you want. But a heartbreaker, it's like, if that ball was two inches to the right, Parking gets it. If oh. they handed the ball to Frank Gore inside the five <laughs> one time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been a really funny show. Uh, I've enjoyed myself. I hope you guys did too. Tell your friends about the show. Be sure to share it after it's done. Follow us, as always, at Crafty Sports. You can follow me at Mike Berlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie for Hit Up the Drunk Line anytime you want. 44037 Drunk. Cheers, everybody. Don't jip chicken and coke. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. 
Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.